Hello there, Luke Conran here and welcome to my podcast. How's your week been? This is a weekly romp, or whenever I remember to record it, through the minutiae of my life, with the occasional email from you, the listener, to make me feel just that little bit better about my own misgivings. So why not grab yourself a cuppa, have a listen, and let me know how your week's been on info at luconran.com or simply spend the next 30 minutes thanking your lucky stars that you're not me. Thank you. I've got a low buzz in the background of this recording. I don't know what it is. It's been driving me mad. But I, quite frankly, um, I've lost the will to live. So... You're going to have to put up with the low bars in the background. I'll try and cover it over as best I can. Um, but that's tough. Because I am not a technological wizard. Um, I like to think that I, I've, I've got a degree of technology experience. But, um, but clearly not. And I'm having one of those weeks this week where I want to not only throw my laptop out of the window, I want to throw my microphone out of the window, I want to throw myself out of the window. Now, what it is, I've had, um, hello by the way, I forgot to say hello, and I've got a mascara eye bogey in the corner of my eye. That's sexy, isn't it? tough though isn't it Mm, let's move that so this week um i have i've had a varied week i say varied i've had a varied week of feeling incredibly sorry for myself which i think we all do from time to time i think um mine is probably periodical now i say the word period lightly because my does my body doesn't know whether it's bleeding or not. I mean, you didn't tune in to listen to to that, did you? But this is where I'm at at the moment. I'm I've got a cupboard. I mean, you can't see because this is a podcast. But I've got a cupboard behind me full of HRT, which I've been rubbing into my very core. I'm supposed to take tablets with it as well, but those tablets um, send me do lally. But I've been told I have to take the tablets. So poor me poor the GC, poor anyone that comes into contact with me over the next 25 days because I feel like killing. I've got a hammer here on my desk and I will, I will use this. I will use this hammer if I have to. I don't care anymore. I'm 49 years old. I've given up on giving a shit. If I want to hammer you in the head, I'm going to do that. I won't do that because I'm a pussy and I don't agree with violence. But, I mean, I can say that in the comfort of my own room. I've been watching lots of um, murder programmes lately. The Sixth Commandment, I watched that. Have you seen that? It's on BBC. It's about a true life story about a boy that made um, friends with old people and then killed them and then made videos about it. This is not one of those videos. Just because I put a hammer in the air and said I was going to hammer people in the head with it, I'd just like to say for the tape, um, and in my defence, should anything happen, I'd never do that to somebody. I was just venting. Although I do have a list of people that I I would happily hammer in the head. But in my imagination, in my defence, my lud, 
in my imagination, not in real life. Because I've got very weak wrists, I, won't, I don't have the power to smack somebody in the head with a with a punch, let alone get a good um, run up on a hammer. I've done axe throwing. I went on an axe throwing weekend thing. Not a weekend, that was a complete lie. I went on an axe throwing. Um, my hair makes me look like my granddad. I'm just sorting that out, sorry. Well, that doesn't look any better. I now look like Gandalf, but never mind. For the tape, my lord. Uh, what was I saying? Yes, I went on an axe throwing uh, night out with some chums and um, for somebody that's apparently as aggressive as I am, apparently, um, very heavy-handed, apparently, according to the GC. Well, they've got to learn, haven't they? Um, then um, I was very poor at the axe throwing. Very poor. Very poor indeed. I don't have the um, the throw, which for an axe throwing thing... I mean, I had the axe, but I just don't have the throw, which is very poor. If you're if you've paid money to go and do an axe throwing thing, what are you supposed to do? Just eat the burgers? Well, that's exactly what I did do. I had a bloody lovely time. What was my point? Yes. So this week, oh well, the GC. I'm on a tangent already. The GC has been to Glastonbury, and I said to him, "Well, I'm into heebie-jeebie shit, right?" Um, I said to him, will you get me a treat? And he's come back and I've got a smudge stick for the viewer. This is um, a smudge stick for the listener. Uh, what it is, um, is like a massive shitload of sage sort of strung together like in a cigar type thing and you're supposed to light it and then waft it around your house and it's supposed to take away the negative energy now this morning I've done that with a smaller version with some incest incense and you're supposed to say um, a little prayer with it I I've been smudging the shit out of this room and the the prayer with the this is in incense you're supposed to light it and then you're supposed to waft it around your head which I have done and now I've got a banging headache but I can only assume that is all the negativity being sucked out of my being and there's a lot of that both negativity and there's a lot of my being and the smudging prayer should you wish to do this you're supposed to light your incest and then smudging prayer smoke of air and fire and earth cleanse and bless this home and hearth doesn't rhyme does it louise was so negative drive away all harm and fear only good may enter here i might actually just um, smudge that round my lady parts only good may enter here let's do that again because i put some negativity in that smoke of air and fire and earth cleanse this and done it wrong smoke of air and fire and earth cleanse and bless this home and hearth Drive away all harm and fear. Only good may enter here. There you go. That means... That means from now on, I am blessed. I am full of positivity. Not in an AIDSy way. And um, I'm... That's it. I'm going to conquer the world. With the biggest smudge stick, I might just waft that around the entire house. I'll probably put it in the bathroom more. Um, I live with a vegetarian. Say no more on that, Louise. So, what have I done this week? Well, now then. I went to, uh, well, I was in London last week. As you may recall, I did um, my last podcast from the Travel Lodge in London. 
But I'm not going to tell you where the hotel was, just in case you turn up, start banging on my door, because my saxial allure is strong. I'll have to wodge you with my smudge stick, won't I? Wodge you? Yeah, that's right. I said wodge. Waft you with my smudge stick. Get away, evil beings. You might be evil, you might be lovely, but either way, only good may enter here. Uh, So, I went, I was at the comedy store last week, and my lovely friend, Oh, my wonderful friend Susu. Uh, for playground listeners that have listened to me waffling on throughout the um, throughout the pandemic, I'm, I may have mentioned my mate Susu um, in the playground on my other podcast, Spit or Swallow, with the wonderful Sally Hyphen Anne Hayward. I've talked about Susu at great length. She's my danger friend. If anything's gonna Back in the day, I mean, we're too old now. Look at me, I look like Gandalf and I'm smudging the shit out of things. But back in the day, Susu and I, we used to get very drunk together and we would get up to mischief. Now, I'm not going to tell you what that mischief is because that's for me and her and probably everybody else that she's told. But I'm not going to share those with you unless you get me drunk and then I might do. But she came into London town, that there London, where the streets are paved with dog shit and needles. She um, took me out for lunch on the Saturday. She took me to a wonderful Francaise restaurante in Piccadilly, actually. I'd like to pronounce it. That's it. I'd like to pronounce it. And we had the best French onion soup. Now, I'm a fan of the Francaise. I love French food. I love Francaise full stop going to live in a castle one day a la le chateau diy i'll be in the chateau the gentleman caller can do the diy i'm just going to eat cheese and baguette du pain du van du... Uh, so she took me to this fresh french restaurant well for starters i had a chablis a glass of chablis very nice thank you very much for asking cheers hadn't had any breakfast so that chablis went straight in and straight to my head, great days. But I had the French onion soup. I'm a fan of the French onion soup. And Susu, because she's such a connoisseur of the food, she's a keen eater like myself. She told me all the ingredients. Well, I looked it up on the BBC website. How do you make a French onion soup? She was absolutely correct. You don't need to go to France for that, do you? Buy a tin, bung some bread in, bung some cheese, dash your Worcestershire sauce. Happy fucking days. That was delicious. It had a very thick layer of the sh- the fromage. Then for mains, what did I have for mains? I had, ooh, I had dead cow. I had the rump because it was cheaper than the other, the rest of the meat. And it was delicious. It was like cutting butter. Ooh, with the, fr- the pommes frites. And then for pudding, I had the biggest cinnamon swirl I've ever seen in my entire life. It was bigger than my actual head. It was fucking delightful then I went to the comedy store Sue had a couple of beers she got chatting to a lady very nice lady she got chatting to another lady an older lady smashing great Sue that's the good thing about Sue she's like a bean bag you can take her anywhere and she'll just sort of she's perfect for any social occasion basically is our Sue she got chatting to this lovely lady who actually had come over from Francaise herself, which was delightful. Anyway, turns out it was the owner of the club's wife. So, yeah, I probably won't be going back. But never mind, I had a lovely couple of days there. That's marvellous. Um, and then, oh, let me let me tell you this. So, let's bear in mind, let's, ha- let's set the scene. So, last week, 
the weather in Angleterre, the southern area of Angleterre, was terrible. I don't know what it was like up the north because I wasn't there. But it shut it down with rain like sideways, sort of horizontal rain avoo. And then, of course, I, I'd booked myself. Now, I promised myself I'm never going to do festivals ever again because I can't bear it. I, the anxiety of the parking gets me. There was I've probably told you this story before about when I did the download festival before and I lost my car. But how did you lose your car, Louise? <laughs> Let me tell you this. If you're a young person and you get a job at a festival... And somebody tells you that they are they are one of the artists, which, let's face it, I am an artist. Look at me. And they ask you where the car park is for the artists. Please don't give that look as if to say, you're you're not in a band. You're not you're not part of Slipknot or the ACDC or whatever the metal bands are. And don't and then promptly direct you to the peasants' car park which is what happened to me. Turned up at Download, got sent to the car park with everybody else, did my stint at the festival, came out, got to the field, no idea where I parked, because in the time that I'd arrived and done my gubbins, three million other people had arrived. Couldn't tell you what field I was in. Couldn't tell you even what was near. Other cars, that's what was near. So I spent most of that, it was about one o'clock in the morning, walking around random fields, clicking my clicker on my key fob to try and set the alarm off on the car. Did it set my alarm off? No. Did it set everybody else's car alarms off? Yeah, it fucking did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't find it. Had to sleep in a service station. Had to come back the next day. Got driven around and eventually found it. I'm never having that again. Also, anxiety number two at a festival, the Portaloos. No, thank you. I made the error at download one year. Download in a portaloo. That's the trouble, isn't it? I thought it was day one of the download when I lost my car. And I thought, well, the portaloos backstage won't be that bad. Uh, anyway, somebody downloaded by the side of the seat on day one. No, what's wrong with people? And don't use your pants to wipe it. It's disgusting. Mind you, I can't really say anything. I shut myself in little once and had to put my pants in the sanitary bin. But anyway, and they were really lovely pants. Carried on shopping, though, because I was there. Anyway, what was my point? Festivals, that's it. So on Sunday, after being in London, I drove to Gloucestershire, beautiful part of the world. It had been shiting it down with rain for days on earth. But that day on the Sunday, it was a lovely day. I gets there, right? And of course, because it had been raining, the fields were just like sheet mud. Um, my car basically skidded all over the place. All I remember is my dad telling me years ago, drive into the skid, drive into the skid, don't break, drive into it. So I tell you what, I drove down a hill sideways. Didn't know that was a possibility. But it is, because I did it. Drove sideways, down a hill, trying to park my car. And I was like, well, that's me fucked, isn't it? How the hell am I going to get out of here? I can't drive sideways up a hill, because I don't know how I did it down it. <sighs> so that was anxiety number one. Anxiety number two of festivals is, are there going to be children there? Oh, God. 
you're supposed to be doing comedy in a comedy tent and of course these hippy dippy parents they turn up with their children listen that's great well done introduce your children to the festival life but fuck off and do it at tumble land or or lego land or something festivals are for people to get off their chops and drink and leave their kids behind aren't they you can tell i don't have children you can tell i also don't like festivals i find it really distressing the mc of the the festival the comedy tent bless his heart i said to him look i'm on first and i don't want to talk i don't particularly want to talk about my minge in front of young children the smaller, smaller ones, they're okay, so they don't understand what you're talking about. But the oldish, the older ones, like eight or nine, they're more likely to sort of be aware of what you're saying and uh, more likely to try and join in. Now, I know, no, I don't know what I, I hate more at a comedy gig. Hindus or children. Stagdus you can handle because they're just stupid men, aren't they? Drunk, stupid men. And you can tell them what to do. They like it. Should have been a dominatrix. Hindus and children. Oh, no. No. Anyway, so I walk down to the tent. And of course, there's fuckloads of children there, isn't there? Yeah, and the MC goes on. And I said to him, please tell the audience that I will be talking about Miminj. Well, he didn't get the chance, did he? Three, four minutes into him being on the stage... These women in the audience blow a whistle, invade the stage. To be fair, one it was just one woman who invaded the stage. The others were wandering around in a menacing way. She grabbed the microphone and said, We are the insecurity police. We are here to manage your insecurities. Well, you're not managing mine right now, love. So fuck off off the stage. Oh, my colleagues are going to wander around and they're going to give you pieces of paper and you, you can write all your insecurities down and we'll burn them in the bonfire at seven o'clock and release your insecurities to the sky and the heavens and the spirit. <laughs> Listen, I'm all for a bit of heebie-jeebie shit. Look, I've been wafting my incest all over the bloody house to clear out my negativity. Please don't invade the stage three minutes in, four minutes into when the MC is on stage and tell the audience they've got to write their insecurities down when they're at a comedy gig in a marquee where there's children. Do you want my insecurities written down? Do you? The first one, fuck. The second one, off. The third one, shove it up your ass. Oh dear, Louise. I might need to rub some more HRT into my being. Yes. Well, don't. Why do you do that? I mean, do, they wouldn't walk on to... I don't know what bands were playing at that festival. I did not stay long enough to find out. I'm sure they wouldn't have walked onto a stage when Banana Rama were on stage or whoever was there. Oh, just one second. Sorry, Siobhan or whatever your name is from Mrs Banana. Excuse me one second while I just blow my whistle and I'll just get the audience... Just get the audience here. You know, what, the 2,000 people that are here to see you, Mrs Banana. I'll just get them all to just write their insecurities down on a piece of paper and then we'll have a mass burning, shall we? Like the wicker man at the end of the evening. No, can you imagine Mrs Banana Rama? It's the bloody police again, it's my allure. Can you imagine Mrs Banana Rama putting up with that? No, listen, I might not be in Banana Rama 
these days I look more like Gary Glitter. Sorry about that. But even he, I'm well, well, he's got lots of insecurities. That's the wrong example anyway. But I'm sure even them wouldn't even put up with, with that. So why do we have to in the comedy tent? You like the Arts Council ignored us. Oh, smudge, gonna smudge, gonna waft, gonna smudge. Take away the negativities, Louise. Take away the negativities. Also, I can hear the gentleman caller lurking outside. Are you there? I think he's having a shit. Are you having a shit? Yeah. Oh, he's having a wee. Yes, I am recording. <laughs> You're the twat. The microphone's very near the... Near... Oh, I really hope you can hear that. And there is the toilet flushing. This has made my day. What I'm going to do is I'm going to um, put the volume up on that urination, which everybody's just heard. Come and say hello. Would you like a tea? Yes, I would. The gentleman caller is here. He's just... Did you wash your hands? Yes. Did you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't hear the Jesus Well, we've all heard you have a wee. Yeah, well, I wash my hands. I always wash my hands. I'm a very tidy human being. If you, you are a very say. tidy human being. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> did you enjoy that wee? <laughs> I always enjoy a wee. So relaxing. It is so relaxing, isn't it? It's so relaxing that everybody here can hear you. Oh, well, that's nice for everybody, isn't it? Yeah, thank God you weren't having a shit. I will have a cup of tea, please. And I'll have a kiss. Thank you. Now. I'm going to have a kiss from the gentleman. Sorry. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh, romance. Um... That's nice that we're not in that stage where we can shit in front of each other yet, but we practically have. And with my bowels, well, I did do it in Little and he was there. So there we go. What was I wanking on about? I've got a list of things. Oh, now then, this is what I did. On Monday last week, so I did the Dreadful Festival. It wasn't a Dreadful Festival. I'm sure it was lovely if that's your bag. I'm sure that's, I'm sure that's lovely. Oh, I'm sure it's lovely. But do you know what? Oh, I don't know. I don't. Right. I, I've never done drugs, really. I've smoked the weed once or twice when I was about... Um, how old was I? Maybe once when I was 16. And then another time was in my, maybe, I don't know, late 20s, early 30s or something. And all the weed has ever made me do is the last time I did it, I just held onto a fridge for about an hour because I couldn't move and I think I had a, what's called a whitey. But apparently if you're having a whitey, you're just supposed to have a poo and that makes you feel better, apparently. Anyway, I got out of that festival. I did my shizzle. The wonderful Harriet Dyer was on me, on with me as well. She did her shizzle. We got the hell out of there. Also, as a bonus, bit of positivity, they did serve food to the acts at this festival. Now, here's another little piece of advice for you catering people at a festival for artists why would you make a curry with chicken and prawns and put it on a jacket potato why would you do, would you have a jacket potato with curry on it yeah well you curry just, and chips is beautiful yeah curry and chips is beautiful but same not, meat different way isn't it get out the house smells of sage yes i've been burning incest <laughs> incest yes <laughs> <laughs> i've been smudging the shit out of everything oh Thank you. I leave you to it. Thank you. Thank you. Au revoir. Au revoir. Bonjour. Do you want to have a kiss? Yes, I do. Very needy. 
Thank enjoy. you. I am enjoying. I love you. Love you. What was I saying? Curry. Chicken and prawn curry on a jacket potato. No. Sorry. No. Things that should go on a jacket potato, like your chilli, like your vegetarian chilli, like your beans, like your tuna mayo, like your cheese. What else can you have on a jacket potato? Ooh, maybe a stew. Maybe a stew on a jacket potato. Not a curry. Please don't insult my palate. Fuck's sake. <gasps> That's what I forgot to tell you. Yes, after the Francais restaurante that I can't pronounce with my mate Susu, after the uh, French onion soup, halfway through the rump steak, well, can I just say, that soup evacuated quicker than I can say, shit off a shovel. Very rich. And then halfway through um, her steak, I went to the toilet, shit off a shovel, I came back, she went did it exactly the same so at least we were in tune there what was i saying jacket potatoes god i do like a jacket potato very understated apparently you can do them in an air fryer well, i might have one now oh god what a time to be alive what did i do last oh i went jewelry making it was me and the girls we went jewelry making in bristol we went to a wonderful place called i am acrylic in bristol was it free we paid and uh, we made like wonderful like i like my plastic acrylic jewelry the last time we went we, we've been before it's supposed to <laughs> hacksaw at plastic now um i went through about 350 saw thing blades the last time i did it this time not so many thank you very much last time i did it i made a penis and balls standard louise conran thank you but the the difference with this penis and balls was that i had a bit of jizz coming out the end that was attached by a chain so that's nice um and then this time i made um a bottom with some red slippers on and then i made a set of boobies um which was very pleased about i'm 49 yes uh, and that was fun. And then I stayed with the wonderful Sally Ann Hayward and she made me drink too much wine, which is what she always does because she's a pusher. She's a wine dealer. Yes, it's exactly what she is. Oh, and that was the other thing I was going to tell you about. What time is it? Oh, shit off. I've had a spate lately of um, auditions. Like uh, you have to do self-tape and lots of people watch the video and then they judge you um, and they go, no, she's, no. She may look like Gandalf, she may look like Gary Glitter, she may look like the man, David Emmanuel, that made Princess Diana's wedding dress, but she's not good enough to play such and such a part. Lately, I've had a spate of auditioning as, um, oh, assertive police officer. I don't think I'm a... Maybe I do come across like that. Do I come across like a... Yeah, you're nicked. Yeah, you're going dead. Maybe I do come across like that. Maybe I need to... Maybe I need to check my branding. Do I come across like that? Do I come across like, fuck you? Yeah, I guess I do. I suppose you have to, really, after years of dealing with knob ends in comedy clubs and stuff. I'd love to arrest somebody. And you know who I would arrest straight away? <gasps> the gentleman caller. I'd go, ooh, I'm arresting you for crimes of passion, motherfucker. Get these handcuffs on and... Whoa, get 
get your get your trousers down. I don't really see you. You can tell I don't do role play, can't you? Yeah, so that's good. I never get these parts, but it's nice to be thought of. There you go. You're assertive. You've got a face like a bulldog. Police officer. Thank you very much. Ow! Really hot tea. What was my point? Anyway, what I said was at the beginning of this was that I was feeling a bit down in the dumps. Now, I feel a bit down in the dumps because A, because of the HRT, B, because it's, where are we now? It's the end of July, it's nearly August, lots of my friends and colleagues are going to the Edinburgh Festival this year, couldn't give a fuck, not going whatsoever, thank you very much, don't care. But what I do get affected by is social media. I get very bobbed down by reading everybody's updates and stuff and uh, you know people's apparent good luck and apparent success and apparent oh isn't my life wonderful now as we all know social media isn't real however it's really difficult to not get affected by somebody telling you that they're doing really well in their life so it's my job to tell you dear listener I'm actually telling myself this more than I'm telling you Social media isn't real. What people post on their social media is a heightened version of what is happening in their lives. I think I might need to smudge some more. Yes, well, well done, everybody that's going to go and do this, that and the other. Well done, you. Yeah, I'll just slide down a hill in a festival in Gloucestershire, will I? Well, there's children. That's what I was telling you. Oh, my God. So there was children at this festival. Yes, there's insecurity police. Yes, there's a jacket potato with a shit curry on it. But the children. <gasps> there was one child that kept approaching the stage. And I had to, I was like, I had to say to her, step away from the stage. Back off. Get the fuck back. I've already had some mad woman in a sequined hat blowing a whistle and invading the stage. I do not need a child with apparently no parentage, invading the stage as well. And then one child, who was just colouring in his shoe. That is our future, ladies and gentlemen. Just a child sitting on a bit of grass, colouring in his shoe. Do you think Boris Johnson did that? Yes, he probably did, actually. Yeah, it was quite a privileged festival, I think. Quite, quite privileged. I mean, I might have it all wrong. I don't think I have. I think... Oh, God, I'm just going to have to smudge... Where's my smudge stick? I'm going to light this. I'm going to smudge all the negativity away. I'm not even going to read your emails because I've run out of time because I've been so negative. Ooh, a negative Nelly. Ooh, what's your blood type, Lou? Ooh, be negative. I'm going to light this smudge stick. I'm going to waft it. Thank you. And I'm even... Well, I mean, they might as well just shove it up my ass. Shove it up my ass. Light it. Poof. Exactly. Now then, I have had emails. As I said, I have wanked on far too long. I haven't got time to read them. But should you wish to email me and tell me, I'd like positive emails, please. Not that they're not positive all the time, but, you know. I'd like you to tell me... Stop beeping. It's my allure again. Yes, I'm coming! Fuck's sake. I'd like emails from you, please, telling me about all the good things and the wonderful things that have happened to you in your week or over the last couple of weeks. I'd like that, please, because that make me feel better and that will make the listeners feel better about life. Thank you very much. And it's always a pleasure to hear from you. I like reading your emails. As I always say, not always at the time you send them. Most of the time I just read them 
when you said when I'm sort of doing this because I have nil preparation because what happens here is I'll just sit and I'll waffle in your faces and that's exactly what I've done today I've had a really hot cup of tea and now I'm having a hot flush <sighs> I'm gonna leave you on that things to look forward to I am what am I doing in the next couple of weeks going to see some wonderful friends, going to drink wine, play darts, chill out with chums and that is what I am looking forward to in the next two weeks. Uh, and my friend's just bought a little puppy which I'm very excited about and I'm going to meet him on Saturday. So that's that's what I'm up to. So listen, email me info at lewconran.com. If you want to join the Patreon, you can do, you don't have to. Not obliged, www.patreon.com forward slash comedian. Otherwise, send me your emails, tell me what you've been up to and I'll speak to you soon. And thank Thanks for listening. It's really appreciated. <laughs>